following program is your wake-up call. Listener discretion advised. Welcome to the Progressive Union. I am your host, Dorian DeLeonardo, broadcasting to you from New York City. We report the news the corporate media ignores. Joining me for this hour, as always, is my husband and co-host, Tony DeLeonardo. And the Democrats are at it again, cutting the rungs of the ladder that Bernie is standing on. Climbing on. Climbing on. The fix is in, okay? So... George Kong was right. What was he right about? The tables are tilted. The game is rigged. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so New Hampshire had their primary. I found it all to be very surprising. I really did. What did I take away from it? I thought that it was very surprising that Elizabeth Warren did not do better because it's a New England state neighboring her state that she represents. They love her there. So I was very surprised that she didn't do better. And equally surprised is that Amy Klobuchar or Klobuchar did double as good. She was, she was, it was gauged that she was going to do 10%. Of the vote, she got like it? almost twenty percent of the vote. What is she a staple assassin? Ah, uh, yeah. It's uh, there's legend that she threw staplers at her staff, and that she is kind of um bitchy. Uh so and it was very close between Mayor Pete and and Sanders. I, I think that the percentage point was like one point eight percent or nine, but Bernie did win. Uh, there were thirty three people on the ballot. A friend of ours uh, sent us the ballot. 33 people. Cory Booker was on the ballot. Kamala Harris was on the ballot. And guess where he, uh, guess, excuse me, guess where Bernie's name was? Last. I the ballot. Last. He was all the way down at, at the, the bottom. bottom. The last name on that ballot was Bernie. The last Bernie on the ladder. There's, my, la- there's my ladder analogy Isn't again. that so interesting? Another fun fact of New Hampshire. So everybody knows Bernie has a lot of support from young people, as does Andrew Yang. Um who unfortunately dropped out of the race, but I think he's going to probably run for another type of office and he's not going to get out of politics and activism, which is a good thing. So New Hampshire, young voters were subject to something that's like a poll tax. Um, They they have to have a driver's license, but they also have to prove that they own a car and it is registered in New Hampshire. So think back to when you were 18, 19, 20 years old, 21 years old. Did you own a car? Was it in your name? Uh, Probably not. Uh, And today, most of these young people, they're in student debt, so they can't get a car. They can't finance a car. They can't even get an apartment. So that hurt a lot of the young voters. And also the deadline for registration was like months and months and months ago. Young people today are probably dumpster diving at uh, Taco Bell at 3 a.m. Stop it. So um, I had those in my own neighborhood. Right. So anyway, I don't want to get away from what we're talking about. So that hurt a lot of the young voters. That's a new law, though. That did not exist in 2016. It was very easy for them to register to vote. So now they put this new roadblock in front of the young people, and that directly impacts Bernie. Okay, so regardless of the other 32 candidates that are on the ballot, which of course pulls from, um, you know, it pulls people in many different directions, right? Somebody might have walked in there and said, I like Cory Booker and I'm voting for him. Somebody is some stupid person, and I'm sorry to be rude, but if they're not in the game anymore and you're voting for Kamala Harris, I don't even know why you're showing up. So you had all of that going on, lots of candidates. He still won. 
So it's really funny. We were watching CNN and they had to admit that it was pretty amazing what Bernie did, that he was able to prevail because he had to run against 32 other names and a lot of other candidates that had ground games. Now, Mayor Pete put in a ton of money from his rich donors from the wine caves, uh, amongst others, into Iowa. He put everything into Iowa. Tons of commercials, bombarded the, the TV screens, lots of volunteers. So he really put a lot of effort into it with the establishment's backup because the establishment backs Mayor Pete. Don't be fooled. That is a fact, and we're going to make that case uh, this afternoon on this podcast. So um, he really made a play. The Amy Klobuchar-Warren thing is still has me scratching my head. I just don't see it. I don't see how that's possible, but they're going to make the case. So after they made the case that Sanders should be commended, and it's amazing, and he has so many supporters, and his money's, you know, he's got this unlimited money from all of us that we're always donating 27 bucks, whatever, then they had to add up, oh, but look, number two and number three slots are the people that are the moderates. So, you know, maybe there are more moderates out there if you add up their votes. But I'll tell you one thing, you should thank Amy Klobuchar if you support Sanders, because she took votes away from Pete, Mayor Cheat is who what we're going to call him now, because those are the same voters. They're talking to the same lane of people. So she extracted at least 10%, right? All of a sudden she went up 10% from the polls. So some yeah, of those people... I would have believed it though more if Elizabeth Warren had taken those votes. No, they're not the same people. If they are centrist... But look where... No, I'm surprised that Warren didn't do better. Regardless yeah. of the other two. Like, take them out. But I would say... Pay attention to Klobuchar and Warren, what happens next, because nobody pays attention to those two, because now they're like the two and three, and everybody's zoning in on Mayor Pete and the the Sanders. The Laverne and Shirley of uh, the election cycle. Yeah, well, they got the endorsement, a, a dual endorsement from the New York Mayor Times. Pete so is, stupid. Uh, squiggy. Whatever. No, I like Squiggy. Don't, don't compare him. Hello. So... So in Iowa, we had Mayor Pete financing and deeply involved with the shadow app that ran rampant and screwed up everything in Iowa, which, by the way, it was, it's been announced by the um, corrupt DNC and the Iowa Democrats that even if they find errors in the count because they're recounting the canvas, they will not change the worksheets. So what's the point of yeah, doing no, a recap? Right. You're going to you're going to find something that's wrong and you're not going to correct it. So what's the point? Because they're in charge. Because they are trying to steal this from Bernie again and from all of us. That is the only way they can win is by cheating as the Republicans. They do voter suppression and so does and the Democratic then, then, Pelosi Party. And Schumer have the nerve to go on television and act indignant. Yeah, I know. And by the way... Oh, our democracy is being frittered away. Yeah. yeah you're helping it. Well, they're pointing you at Trump. You might not have lit the fuse, but you are definitely fanning the fuse. Oh, flames. yeah. And and they're the ones that are... So there's an article that I actually forgot about. And we covered this story when it first happened back in April. So I was watching... I think it was a Jimmy Dore clip about the election. And somebody posted... All you have to do is look back at this article about Mayor Pete's connection to the establishment. I mean, we went further back when he was mayor and how he got tons of money from the establishment as an unknown. 
before he ran the first time, which is very unusual. So they were grooming him. This goes back to April 17th, 2019. So it was in the New York Times, and it said, Stop Sanders Democrats are agonizing over his momentum. So the most important thing is to zone in on who is at these meetings. The matter of what to do about Bernie and the larger imperative of party unity has, for example, hovered over a series of previously undisclosed Democratic dinners in New York and Washington organized by longtime party financier Bernard Schwartz. I'll get to who he is in a minute. The gatherings have included scores of the moderate or center left of the party, including Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Terry McAuliffe, who we see every night on CNN. Yeah, he's he's one of the chuckle patch at the, pumping, the desk. Pumping the hot air at the desk. Um, he was there. Mayor Pete Buttigieg was in this crowd. Uh, and near a tandem of the, the, the Center for American Progress, okay, which is a, definitely a centrist Democrat organization. So who's Bernard Schwartz? Check this out. So remember, Mayor Pete is the only candidate at these meetings with the big donors. All right, so who's Schwartz? Schwartz is a lifelong Democrat, according to NBC News. From 1992 to 1996, he was the single largest contributor of the Democratic Party. In 96, he celebrated his 71st birthday with Bill and Hillary Clinton at the White House. In 98, Schwartz became embroiled in a campaign donation scandal and an alleged transfer of missile technology to China. That occurred in 96. He was exonerated of any wrongdoing in campaign finance matter after the Justice Department investigation. So Schwartz has donated a million dollars to Priorities USA campaign, a super PAC supporting President uh, Hillary Clinton when she ran. A million. That's just for that. So if you think about it, this guy, Mayor Pete, what was he doing at this meeting? This is back in April, right? He's a little mayor from Indiana, not even mayor anymore. He's no longer mayor. What the hell is he doing in this room? And there's many other rich people in this room. So it looks like they actually wanted Beto to be the nominee. They had him all sized up and they thought he was going to do really well and be the fake pro progressive, right? Because he's not progressive. And Beto... Imploded. He was nothing. He just like fizzled. I don't even think imploded. He just fizzled out into nothing. He was like a firecracker that didn't take off. Because so, I think people went and dug into his record. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't beat Ted Cruz, so I don't even know who why. Sa they who would... said that? You did. Yeah. If you can't beat Ted Cruz, who's reprehensible. You're going to okay? beat Trump? So they decided they were looking for someone else to get to push Bernie out of the way uh, and, and appeal to what they think is the moderates in the party. And they just couldn't find anyone. So they were thinking like, all right, we've put a lot of effort in Mayor Pete because they have. Let's try Mayor Pete. It'll be Mayor Pete's time. So Pete's been at all these meetings. So the mainstream media has not talked about the app that he gave the $42,000 to shadow. The, the company is owned by a woman. She's the parent company. Facebook doesn't want to report on it anymore either. No, they don't. As you could see, they were, the two of them were sitting yeah, in the front Pete seat Yeah, Pete was together. hanging out with, um, what's the guy that owns Facebook? Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. <laughs> Gee, I wonder if uh, Mayor Cheat was taking a lap nap in that front Knowing. seat. <coughs> oh, my God. You said it for me. 
I'm still a little sick. Anyway, so the mainstream media ignores Pete's connection, financial and otherwise, because he has staffers that are connected to this shadow app that are married to the people that are also involved in, in working for the company. So they've totally not reported on that. No one talks about it. How did that happen? Because he's with the donors and with the establishment Democrats plotting, how do we beat Bernie? How do we get rid of Bernie? What are we going to do about Bernie? With these rich, reprehensible donors that don't care at all about us. Okay, so that's New Hampshire and Iowa. The other day, Pelosi, by the way, said it's good to have Bloomberg in the race, by the way, because, you know, he's got a lot of money. Uh, so she has no problem with that. The delegate yeah, count. Well, I do, because the, I had to work under him for 12 years. We know years. him very well, and it's, it would be horrible if Bloomberg was number one. As he would a, never be Trump. employee of the city of New York, so mm -hmm. I got very close to... Uh, what it's like to, to be an influence by Bloomberg. And he stole his last term. He stole it. Yeah. No one knows these things. Yeah, you know why? Because he was put, invested a lot of time and effort into that <laughs> Freedom Tower, and he did not want another mayor taking the credit when the ribbon-cutting ceremony came. Yeah, so he bribed everybody in the city council, and there I he I have to be there. That's my baby. Yep. So... They're so scared of Sanders because in 2016, when he ran against Hillary, he got 13 million votes. He won 23 primaries and caucuses. So Bernie's only grown since then. So the only way like they can... Like the blob. They only, no. <laughs> the only way he can, they can beat Bernie is with this deep state douche, Mayor Cheat, okay? And by them cheating. So now we're on to Nevada, okay? What else could happen? What could they do? Um, so it looks like they've hired, it's just hard to even believe this, <coughs> a woman by the name of Emily Gordon. <clears throat> Who is Emily Gordon? Nevada Democrats hired a Buttigieg organizer as the voter protection director for Nevada, the Nevada Democrats for their caucus. So buckle up, folks, because we're going to have another problem uh, with this caucus. It, 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 it's definitely going to happen. Um, it's so funny because Breitbart is reporting this also. And they say Nevada Democrats pat, tap Buttigieg staffer to lead voter protection effort. And of course, it goes on to say that people, the Bernie people, are <clears throat> extremely um, concerned about this. Uh, little is known about the parameters of her new position, especially as the Nevada State Party has not announced the hire publicly and has yet to include Goldman's biography title on their website. Goldman herself added to the mystery by locking her professional social media accounts after the news of her hiring broke. So she's cleaned up her LinkedIn page and she made her uh, Twitter feed private so we can't see what she's tweeting. Uh, so much for transparency. So it's very suspicious, okay? You can't have somebody who is leaning towards one candidate to do voter protection. It should be someone who works for the... Um, Nevada Board of Elections, those people, okay? I work for Board of Elections for New York City, and I get paid to work for them in different capacities. Those are the kind of people that come and observe and make sure things, everything is going okay. We do have poll watchers, but they're unpaid, and they're supervised by all of us, 
we keep an eye on them and make sure they're not doing anything that's, you know, hurting the voter, obstructing them from preventing them from voting. So this is really insane, but they're doing it right out in the open. But again, you will not hear about this on CNN, MSNBC, local news. You will not hear it. They will not tell you that because right now they are doing the Pete commercial. Now it's Pete. Pete's the guy. They love Pete. Now. Yeah, but I don't. Pete the cheat is not going to be Trump. Let's just really. Oh, Trump is going to roll over him like a Let's Sherman be clear. Type. Pete Buttigieg or Amy Klobuchar will never, ever, ever beat Donald Trump. They will be crushed. No way. Crushed. No way. First of all, maybe the Democrats want that to happen. Maybe they like the way the things are. The Trump tax cuts will become permanent. The donors like this guy I'm reading about in the article, he'll be very happy. Maybe that's their goal. We've said this a few times, right? We've said maybe they want Trump to win again. Then once the world is destroyed, right? Rule of law doesn't exist anymore because we're not even going to go over what Trump's done in the past few days because that would take a whole podcast. These problems are real. But if we keep electing these same centrists, your Bill Clintons, your Barack Obamas, over and over again, who continue basically the same agenda, they just tweak it a little bit. Just around the edges enough so you think everything's okay. Because they don't look nuts. My wife and I first dated, she goes, didn't you think that Bill Clinton was a great president? I did at, at one time. No. She goes, what do you mean? I said, he just steered the ship. He didn't do anything fantastical. Well, he didn't help us. He actually hurt us. He just kind of, eh. He hurt us. I know he had a bug up his poop about the airlines and their unions, <clears> but <throat> I remember that. And he was always... Oh, unions. I almost forgot. He was almost. He was always caught, you know, his hand on this rump and his hand well, on that Well, that's not really and, the whole problem. But with, I mean, his, his, his presidency went by like a blip. Well, not like only really that. No, that, he did a lot of bad stuff, well, honey. Well, yeah, because the, I the, didn't really pay attention. Uh, the crime bill was not good for people of color and poor people. Uh, NAFTA was awful, terrible, uh, taking p money from poor people who are struggling. Uh, these were things that Republicans couldn't do. He did things that Republicans could not do and get away with it. And the Republicans still hated his guts. Yeah, and he worked with them, okay? And Joe Biden was right along with all of that. So he really didn't help us. Everything looked good because the internet and technology was booming. And that's why everything looked okay. Oh, and by the way, remember, he got rid of Glass-Steagall. He signed that into law, which is why we had the financial cra crash to, in, in the first place. That is the, one of the worst things that he did. We could go on and on. So... You talk about a guy that sold his soul to be a president. Well, let's go back to Mayor, to Mayor Cheat. So Mayor Cheat is the new... Uh, person, the happy face that they want to stick in front of us. So let's just say that Mayor should Pete we call becomes... Him boy, should we call him Boy Wonder? No, we're just going to call him Mayor Cheat because that, that's what he is. Mayor Cheat of the deep state. So let's just go way out there and say he beats Trump, which I don't think is possible. No way. And he becomes president. Everyone will think everything is going to be okay. Kids are going to be out of the cages. The tax cuts are not going to be permanent. They'll the, get rid of Common Core in the schools. The planet will be clean again. Bet all these terrible things they're doing to public schools will be over. We're going to get Medicare for all. We're going to be able to go get our prescription drugs when we need it. All of these things are going to happen. Minimum wage will be $15 from coast to coast. None of that's going to happen. 
You're not going to pay attention though, because you're going to be like the crazy orange lunatic is gone. And that's all you needed to do because President, that's President Cheeto. That is what the media is telling you. Our number one goal is to get rid of Trump. Every speech starts that way. All the newscasts talk about that. That's our goal. We have to unite to get rid of Trump. He's just a symptom of the problem. These problems have been going on for 40 years. They've not been solved by either party because the donors that they meet with, that we don't see them with them, they do not care about our problems. We have to care about our problems. So if we elect somebody like Mayor Pete or Amy, our problems are not going to go away. They're just going to get worse. Automation will continue. People will still die from not going to get watch, a prescription drug they need. If you have Netflix, watch the Academy Award winning documentary. Oh, that's right. It did win the Academy American Award. Factory about the Chinese businessman that came to the United States and the whole culture clash in Dayton, Ohio with the with the factory. But at the end of the day, I don't even want to get into the 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 uh, the, the, the uh, intangibles of no, that. No, 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 just tell people to watch it. The end of the, when the screen goes black and it said within the next decade, 350 million jobs will be automated. There is 330 and change in the United States. Uh, and by the way, I forgot to add in Nevada, another thing to worry about, the culinary union, somebody must have got to their president uh, on the Buttigieg campaign or the DNC or who knows who. And uh, has gotten the uh, president to send emails to all their members, which there are many because, remember, Nevada is a state where people come. You know, there's lots of restaurant people and hotels. The union is very powerful. They have many members. And uh, telling them that Bernie many, is going to take away their health care. How many members? I don't know how many members they have off the top of my head. But they have a lot of them. And they're very important to the vote and organizing. So he's telling them he's going to take away their health insurance. Listen... You are much better off not relying you on the union drop, for health care. You could drop a tray of dishes into a high roller's lap at a <laughs> restaurant. And by the way, there goes your health insurance. You're fired. Well, yeah, that's true. You could be fired for that. The union but would with, probably but, but support with you, Bernie, though. With Bernie, even if you get canned for drop, dropping that uh, glass of wine on some rich broad's mink stole... <laughs> You'd still have health care. You'd still have health care. Right, because it's taken this from what your taxes. Say. Yeah, you have health insurance now with the union. Suppose you get canned. Suppose the union goes under. Well, suppose the union renegotiates the your union, health insurance, yeah. which and happens. the union will go under yeah. sooner or later. Well, not only that, they have, to, they have to renegotiate the health insurance every time you get a contract. So there's no guarantee that your health insurance is going to be the same. I mean, people just have to like wrap their minds around this and realize... And you know what? What about all the other people that are not in the union that don't have insurance? Like, do you not care about that? I just got sick. All I had was a respiratory infection. I needed antibiotic. We have health insurance, thank God. But what if you don't and you don't have $300 to go get the antibiotic? You're going to end up in the emergency room with pneumonia eventually. This is not the way to handle people's health. So that's basically what's going on. Uh, right now, what we see before us, so we're looking forward to Nevada. Uh, they're already trying to fix that also. Mayor Pete is part of, you know, I don't like this the establishment Mayor plan. Mayor Pete won Iowa, got one more delegate than Bernie, but then when they go to New Hampshire and Bernie wins, 
They got the same amount of delegates. Yeah, actually, he's ahead Bernie in delegates. What kind of crap is that? Yeah, and Bernie got more more popular vote. More people voted for Bernie than anyone else so far. So if you do the popular vote, more people are voting for Bernie than they are for the other candidates. So how does that work? That is the stupid rigging of the Democratic Party. By the way, they don't do this in the Republican Party. Winner win take all. You win, you won. That's it. They keep it very clean. Not the Democrats, because they're really not for the people. They have to make sure that they get the candidate they want. They don't want the candidate that cares about the people. They haven't wanted it since the third way came along. That's another thing that Bill Clinton and Al Gore ushered in, the third way. Not the Democratic way, the Republican way, the third way, the fake way. We pretend to care about you, but we really just care about our donors and our own pockets. They said Al Gore used to treat the Secret Service like slaves, servants. Al Gore? Al Gore. They hated him. (coughs) Now, I said, if you're going out and you're treating people that are protecting you like garbage, what do you think of the rest of us? Yeah, I know. That's true. Uh, It's very sad. The only thing I can say for Al Gore, at least he brought the climate change to our attention. Hillary was not much better. She was another biatch. Bill Clinton was there. Eh, he was all right. He was a little better. They said the one that they really loved was Gerald Ford. Really? He used to bring the guys out sandwiches and coffee at night when they were standing out. You know, hey, I know it's cold out. Thanks. And they loved him. The one time that they caught, they, they heard rustling in the bushes. It was Gerald Ford relieving himself in the bushes. Oh, and they stop. Caught him the Are and you kidding me? Everybody started laughing. Why was he peeing outside? Because he liked to drink. And he couldn't get to the pot on time, oh, so he geez. had to go in the bushes. So just instead of getting... So they caught him, and they put the light on him, and everybody started laughing, including Gerald Ford, that he was laughing. Well, wasn't he walking? He had been walking with Secret he Service. Was in his, he was in, in the dark at like 2 in the morning. They his, follow them. With his pajamas, with his robe. But you know that they follow them. They can't but go anywhere. He found them. They found him in the bushes. They can't even open a window. You know? Draining the main vein. Oh, that's just too funny. So... Anyway, this is what we have to worry about in Nevada. This is what we have before us. You know, I don't know what Bernie's going to do, but at some point, if this keeps going on, I don't know if Bernie will do it, but he's got to rally the troops. People need to know the truth. We'll see what happens next. Honey, he's been banging the drum to two election cycles. No, but... And what do we hear on the news the other night, the woman in the, in the town hall? Oh, I like Amy. Because of her closing argument, I know. Because the one little hallmark moment she had I know. at the end of her speech, I know. all of a sudden that turns her head around. Right, but my point... You but, deserve to get screwed. Right, but, those, but the reason why the Democrats are working so hard against Bernie is because he does have a lot of support. Those, that kind of voter you're talking about, they're not, they know there aren't enough of them. That's why they have to put all these banana peels, as you would say, in front of Bernie because they cannot beat him honestly. Now think about it. The in the Democratic Party wants to beat Bernie and get rid of him. Meanwhile, they keep screaming about we have to get rid of Trump. They would rather have Trump remain president as their foil than have Bernie as president. Yeah, you know why? Because with Trump they don't have to pay, with Bernie they will. The rich people, yes, yeah. of course. They have to pay their fair share. And like most people of wealth, they're cheap. I know. I dealt with them all the time. Cheap isn't the word. Yeah, they don't. They only want to pay for what they want to pay for. If they want to make a donation to be charitable, that's their idea. 
But if you're telling them that you know, they, they like, have to ch chip in, they might like the idea, but then they say, "What do you mean I have to give in? I already pay my taxes." Yeah, the yeah. tax very in your dreams. Yeah, not not enough. So, all right, Tony's got some stories that are not connected to the election. All right. Does anybody remember that gentleman from the United States Coast Guard a few months ago that stockpiled weapons and had a hit list longer than Charlie Manson's? No, I don't, but I bet you you do. Yes, I do. I had the story waiting. His name was Lieutenant Christopher Hassan, and he was a, Utah, uh, he was a United States Coast Guard officer, and he has been sentenced to 13 years in prison. So what did he do? So he's going to be hanging out with the Aryan Brotherhood for the next 13 years, plotting revenge. Oh, my. Uh, uh, he had a stockpile of weapons. He compiled a hit list of media and government figures. I saw a picture of this guy with his rifle. He's got tattoo all over him. He intended to exact retribution on minorities and those he considered traitors. Now, U.S. District Court Judge George Hazel said he was sentenced to that many years not for his views, but for what the actions he was planning. So he got 13 years. Nice unlucky number. For the actions Where he was planning? He was planning. He was planning to kill people. He had guns. I saw it on the news. He had, an, he had like an armory. Jeez. Weapons, guns, rifles. Too many people armed. It's like you'd have, even an octopus would have been... Uh, Wouldn't have enough... Scratching his head. Yeah, scratching his head with his eight tentacles, figuring out how to hold all these weapons. Okay. The next one comes from CNN. You know how they always say that, oh, he's a real caveman? Well, it turns out we all have a smidge of caveman DNA in us. Get out of here. I think some people have more than others. Uh -huh. The Trumpers. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Knuckle but draggers. we're talking not Cro-Magnon. We're talking Neanderthal. Okay. The ones that look like half human, half whatever, the ape or whatever they were. Now it says the research says all modern humans have a smidge of Neanderthal DNA. The evidence was at CNN. The evidence was uncovered 2010. The first genome extracted from Stone Age hominin bones. Where do they find these things? They dig them up. In Europe 40,000 years ago and it was sequenced. Whatever that means. <laughs> And it shows that Europeans, Americans, and Asians, but no Africans, have Neanderthal DNA. No Africans do? But, according to Princeton, another study, Africans now make the list. So Joshua Aki, a research, said that uh, it blows a hole in the theory of the out-of-Africa theory from 60,000 to 80,000 years ago. About how... Life was formed in Africa and then dispersed all over the globe. Uh, it says that they average that 200,000 years ago, modern humans left Africa and they bred with Neanderthals. And uh, they migrated back to Africa and induced the Neanderthal ancestry to the African populations after all. So, I remember that story, uh, what was it called? Eaters of the Dead. Michael Crichton, he did mm -hmm. about the story about the uh, Arabic traveler. And he was, he was um, traveling with Vikings up in the north area of the world. And they went up in the Ural Mountains of the Russians. And they couldn't figure out what was attacking their camp. It turned out to be a lost tribe of Neanderthals. That's scary. They were living in caves. They had never been found. Did and I was like, oh. 
This would have been great. And then they made a movie, Antonio and Banderas, called The 13th Warrior, and they made it some kind of crazy snake cult, like Conan the Barbarian, and I hated it, and it bombed. And I wish they, that's a movie they should remake. You're funny. Vikings, yeah. Vikings and Neanderthals brawling. That would be better than some WWE stuff. <laughs> you, you watch. Okay, my last story. CNN is reporting that repeating radio signals from space every 16 days are reaching us. And what are they saying? We don't know. This reminds me of Alien. Like, you know, they got that beacon and they landed. And then Sigourney Weaver says, she goes, wait a minute. This doesn't sound like an SOS. This sounds like a warning. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you better get the hell out of there. Wrong. Too low, Too late. Maybe they're warning us to get out of here. And now they may be there. Who knows that the people that are really in charge of this place down in Area 51, they keep, be, they keep sending the messages on a relay. Canadian hydrogen industry mapping experiment from September of, of 2018 to October of 2019 have detected what they call FRBP, a fast radio burst projection every 16 days now it went on like this for four days a burst of two each hour then for the next two weeks nothing not a word it's almost like more where does this come from where did you get the story cnn now the, the signals are coming from a massive spiral galaxy they've tracked it down 500 million light years from earth it's like almost like an alien morse code what are they signaling where is it coming from? So is anyone trying to figure out what they're saying? Yeah, of course. They've been doing it for years. They've been trying to figure out what this is. Um, I looked up how many members I have, are. I have a feeling like it may be like the Twilight Zone episode to serve, man. Uh, whatever. They're ringing the dinner bell. Good. So why don't we send all the Trump supporters and half the Democratic Party there, the establishment. Send all of them. Uh, Culinary Workers Union, you asked me how many members. Hmm. So they're local 226. Nevada, USA. They were founded in 1938. They have 60,000 members. They represent bartenders in Las Vegas. Do you mean to tell me there were 60,000 bartenders in Vegas? You have to remember there are hotels all over the place. They're open 24 hours a day. Yeah, well, like I said, a bartender could very easily be fired. I, well, remember the union is always so can keep away, them from getting fired. Yeah, but uh, uh, let me tell you something. I worked for the Camaro 888, and they sucked. I got canned anyway from a job, and then you know what? They got the nerve to t- they called me up with some other little shit job. Oh, would you like to take that job? And I says to the guy, I says that job pays less than the last job. What am I paying you for? So, in 2008, the union endorsed Barack Obama, another centrist, and Hillary Clinton over Hillary Clinton. Uh, in 2016, they declined to endorse Hillary Clinton or Bernie Sanders on the primary, later endorsed Clinton in the general election. Uh, so, so who's the pre- who's the shady president so of this thing? They don't have a president listed here. They yeah, have he's probably hiding a in... treasurer, Gioconda Wine. What is the name? Right here. He's a treasurer. They don't have a president listed. Giaconda Arguello Klein. So he's a treasurer. Excuse me. He's a treasurer. This is on, from Wikipedia. So they have 60,000 members. So what they do is, this is a Republican talking point. Amy Klobuchar uses it all the time. So that's why you have to beware of these people. This is a Republican talking point. They say, oh, they're going to take away your health insurance. They're going to throw 160,000 people off their health insurance. No. They're going to take your corporate 
corporate funded health well, insurance. Put it this way. Put it, put it this way. If they back Barack, they didn't back Sanders the last time. Nope. They're not going to back him now. No. They're they're okay. They didn't communicating ba- the propaganda of the Democratic they Party. They didn't back him last time. They went with the centrist, and they're going to do it again. Right. The point is, is that just to make the case of we have health insurance through a union, Tony and I, so we can speak to this. It is very good health insurance. However, we still have to pay copays, right? We are going to in the future have to pay pre, um, uh, a deductible for our prescriptions, and there is going to be a cap. So you can have changes in your health insurance, whether you're in a union or not. And everybody else is paying premiums also for their insurance, many, or contributions to their job, and they've got a deductible. So if your deductible is $3,000, it means it doesn't, you don't get anything for it until you amass $3,000 of doctor visits or tests. That takes a while if you're healthy. So that means you're not going to the doctor. And your insurance could change whenever the, the whim at your job because your job is trying to pay the premiums for your health insurance. What's the name, what's the name of that local? It's local. I'm sorry. I don't have it. Write down the number. It's local 226. Local 226. Write down it. I want to look them up. So, well, they have a website right here. So you can do that later. Um, so my point is, if you have Medicare for all, you're not paying, they're not nickel and diming you anymore. You're just going to go to the doctor. We, we were talking to two ladies that were advocates for uh, renter's rights the other days. We, 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 we oh, yeah, about, you, you want Bernie to tell you what doctor you can go to? I hate to tell everybody, there is a shortage of doctors. <laughs> If you're lucky, you're lucky you can even get a doctor's appointment, especially there is a shortage, a crazy shortage of of what they call primary care physicians. Because they don't make as much Our primary care physician also doubles as a gastroenterologist. So he can't help us with anything, but he pushes us in a direction of a person that can. Right. But there are many. uh, They're not that many. They do not make. They're not reimbursed properly, so they they go for specialties. Specialties this, doctors make more. This money. is why you're finding all these first meds and first cares and 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 they're expensive. And these uh, little mom and pop deductible. These little uh, mom, yeah, have. these little mom and pop, uh, little uh, triage centers popping up all over the place I now. I know people have to pay two hundred dollars to go to that first med which is a lot of money just if you got the flu and you need medicine you got to go through them first well the flu you don't get medicine they have to take give you a test to see if you have the flu and if you don't you have something else so my point is is that you're paying through the nose nobody loves their health insurance company i've never met anyone that loves their health insurance company i don't know anybody that loves the student debt they're in I don't. I didn't meet anybody that loves the fact that they have credit card debt because they can't afford to pay for everything cash. I've never met anyone like that. So contributing and shipping in for things so we don't go into debt, so we can go to the doctor when we need to. And so our job is not connected to our health insurance, so if we lose it, at least we still have health insurance. And let insurance. me tell you something. My friend sent me a picture of the Common Core first grade math that his kids have to go through now. And that's insane. There's going to be, le- in another 20 to 30 years, there's going to be an even greater shortage of doctors because nobody's going to be able to get through all this garbage. Yeah, I know, to get to college, that's for sure. They're so, teaching these kids, high, they're taking basic math, turning it into hieroglyphics, 
confusing the hell out of even grown people that can't help them. Very frustrating. Making parents pay for tutors. And yet, and yet we still don't have the metric system here. Because <laughs> they don't want it. They don't want it. So keep an eye on Nevada. There's going to be some, you know, dirty tricks going on there. Um, and, you know, please keep donating to Bernie. I just gave another $27 to Bernie. Whatever you can afford, 10 bucks, whatever. Keep the money stream going. He needs it. Uh, keep making calls. Keep making volunteering if you can. And uh, let's just keep pushing. Um, Tulsi, you should have done better. Poor Tulsi. I cannot believe that en that entrance. She and she looked annoyed when she came up for the microphone. We're oh, introducing Congresswoman Tulsi, and then they stopped, and she oh, they comes never said out. Her name. Oh, you're talking about the New Hampshire. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, event. she has a last name, you moron. Yeah, they were all all signing off. So all, she looked at when she was waving, she was smiling, but you could see she got a little annoyed. All like, the candidates were invited, and she was the last one, and they hmm. didn't even say her last name because they want to erase her completely. Like she's gone, she's done. She's her campaign. Because they, that old saying, she bit the hand that fed her. No, no, she did not want to go along with that, that bull. That's and they're lying and cheating. I mean, that is biting the hand. According to them, that's biting the hand that feeds them. That's how they look at it. Well, Meanwhile, make her the speaker of the house and get rid of that relic that's sitting in there now. That would never happen. Eighty years old and she's still coloring her hair. Give me a break, will you, Nancy? <laughs> All right, so that's our show. It was great being with everyone, and we will be with you next time. See ya.